1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Scotland geared up for another big Nations League tie in Dublin. Ange Postacoglu reflects on a year in the job and a Rangers set to raid Steven Gerrard's Aston Villa for a striker. I'm Andrew McLean, slightly later than normal due to some technical difficulties. Joining me in the studio tonight is Hugh Keevans. And I want it to be understood that I didn't touch anything. The technical difficulties have nothing to do with me. I'm not allowed to touch anything. We did make sure that Hugh just stood well out the way yeah. while everything was going on. We couldn't have him going anywhere near any of the buttons. It didn't help, to be fair, but we're, we're here. We're here, and we're all good. And with regard to tomorrow's match at the Aviva in Dublin, I qualify to play for the Republic of Ireland, you know, because my grandparents came to Scotland from Ireland. And even at my age, I would get a game. For the Republic of Ireland right now Because they are that bad Under Stephen Kenny They even managed to lose to Armenia And we played Armenia And we know Armenia are rubbish So I am extremely confident With regard to Scotland's chances Prospects, call it what you will In Dublin tomorrow and as always, we are here to take your calls 01419511025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. This is your last opportunity to speak to us before tomorrow's big game. So let us know who do you want to see start? What are you thinking ahead of it? And of course, plenty of domestic stuff going on as well. So whatever's on your mind, 01419511025. And this is a good opportunity for Scotland to get more early points on the board. Well, Stephen Kenny himself admits that he's in need of a big win over Scotland. Not a win, a big win over Scotland because he's clinging on to his job. Uh, the people in the Republic of Ireland and those who are at the Football Association of Ireland have lost faith in Stephen Kenny. He needs to beat Scotland to restore that faith in his ability to do the job properly. So we will get a British-style match because they all play in good leagues in Britain. And for Scotland, it's a chance to build momentum. On top of Armenia, Armenia were poor. You can only beat what's in front of you. We got the three points. I think we'll get three points tomorrow. And I also think Scotland will get three points against Armenia on Tuesday night. So nine out of nine can't beat that And for yourself You're refreshed Ready to go You've had a few days off And yes. ready for the, the action To start tomorrow Well I watched the game Against uh, Ukraine at Hamden Sorry to bring it up But I watched it In Brighton With a 13 year old grandson Who has a Scotland Tartan army flag On the ceiling Of his bedroom That's what it's like Even though he was born In London Lives in Brighton Scotland supporter And when the third goal Went in In 90 minutes plus 5 He simply went To his bed well, we want to hear from you at home, 01419511025, and you could be up next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, in the second part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 01419511025 if you want to get in touch. A few technical difficulties tonight, Hugh. I am reliably informed by someone that knows a lot more than me that the, the problem, it seems really intricate as well. Uh, there was a plug loose. So... 
Um, that, that, that sounds like <laughs> something stupid enough to involve me. But I repeat, it had nothing to do with me. I am the man whose wife puts food in the microwave for him, sets the timer, and then as she goes out the door, says, just Press start. Don't touch anything else. I'm not convinced by that argument. I'm, I think Hugh maybe stepped on something. But anyway, we're here. You can phone us 0141 951 1025 or you can send us a tweet at Clyde SSB. There is a Scotland team in action at the moment. The Scotland under 21s are away to Denmark at the moment. They're 1 0 up in that game. It was a Stephen Kelly free kick. They can't qualify from their group anymore, Hugh. But mm. after a, a, a draw in their last game and 1 0 up away to Denmark now, Looks as if a couple of decent results, hopefully. Yeah, well, you know, as you say, they can't qualify, so it's all academic. But uh, it's always pleasing to see some sign of recovery. And uh, at the moment, it's some sign of recovery. Well, let's hear from the Scotland camp. Steve Clark thinks Republic of Ireland will be desperate to beat his Scotland side to prove a point after their two Nations League defeats so far. Clark will continue to rotate his starting lineup, but he says he's not going to make as many changes as midweek. Tough one. Imagine any team going to Dublin to play a game can expect a tough match. The last two games have gone against them, but only by one goal. Previous to that, a really good eight-game run where they went unbeaten. We expect a tough game. Monday will be one to get a foothold in the group. Probably started the group with high expectations. Hasn't worked out for them in the two games so far, so they'll be looking at a home game against Scotland and hoping that they can get a, a foothold in the group to, to make the games in September meaningful for them. was pleased with the team the other night. I thought they did well. There will be some more rotations, but... Maybe not as many as six. It's a game between two teams that will play British-style football. It'll be a, I'm not going to say it's a local derby, but it's a, it's a derby-type game. Sometimes you don't know what to expect. Favourites and not favourites and second favourites and whatever. I'll leave that to the bookmakers. Well, we will get back to the Scotland stuff, but a tweet has just popped up on my timeline, Hugh. Oh. It's a tweet from Celtic, oh. and it says on it, updating our CV, and CV, the two letters, are in bold which makes you think that it could well be an announcement tweet for Cameron Carter-Vickers. There's a video attached to it that I haven't quite watched yet, but it says, you know, United States men's national team, Tottenham Hotspur, and then it says Celtic after it. So it looks as if it's a sort of CV-style video that's going to announce the permanent signing of Cameron Carter-Vickers. The modern-day world way of doing these things. It'd be great news for the Celtic supporters. Uh, They would have been uneasy over Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers. Uh, Jota well underway that one Uh, Carter Vickers had an outstanding season he has been on loan at so many clubs but seems to have found a home at Celtic Park so I would anticipate that within the next half hour we'll be Cameron Carter Vickers Tastic Yeah I think it might even be Within the next few minutes or so Probably a half past announcement that is But Celtic fans What do you make of that 0141 951 1025 As I say it looks as if Cameron Carter Vickers Is going to be announced by Celtic Any minute now And Celtic fans will be delighted That this is happening now On the 10th of June Because sometimes you you get these Transfer sagas that that go on all summer They'll have hoped that they can get this one tied up pretty early and it looks as if that's going to happen today. Well, you know, I know that Cameron Carter-Vickers and Jota signing is simply Celtic standing still because they were there for all of last season and helped win the title. However, they were an integral part of winning the title and it would have been a, a massive disappointment to the fans had both not returned to the club. Cameron Carter-Vickers, it would appear, is a done deal. Jota, I fully expect to be a done deal And Celtic will be looking to bring in players of comparable 
quality And we've got Mark Lawwell on the job now They've got uh, Ange Postacoglu with his extensive knowledge of Asian football And it's simply like Connor Goldson It's simply a positive development The Rangers fans were delighted that Connor Goldson finally Committed himself to the club The Celtic fans will be delighted About Cameron Carter-Vickers Having a central defender Who is really the, the base of thing He plays you know, every single week You know, you talked about Conor Goldson He's been that for Rangers For about four years now Cameron Carter-Vickers Did that role for Celtic last season Where he was the main man In the centre of defence So to be able to tie him down And get that stability Going forward on a long-term contract And he's at a good age as well That'll be a huge boost For Ange Postacoglu And the Celtic fans Yeah, um I don't know if Andrew's back from his break But he'll be delighted with that development uh, And I'm sure that he has a head full of names uh, To take to Mark Lawwell And the business will be uh, conducted Because it has to be uh, a good summer for Celtic uh, they, they don't want any disappointments In terms of recruitment And uh, Carter Vickers will be seen as a boost on the phones Michael is a Celtic fan up first in Liverpool Michael, it looks as if that Cameron Carter-Vickers announcement is imminent How exciting is that for you? That's a magic, that is tremendous news uh, Andrew, do you know what I mean? And you, uh, I'm so happy about that because I wanted him to sign Carter-Vickers obviously and get Jota tied up as well pal and um, so I'm delighted about that And um, but also I want to see Postacogli get in Getting a deal as well. Uh, obviously, Jota. I'd like to see Celtic sign um, also back in, and I'd like to see them sign uh, Itakura from Man City, and uh, obviously a left back as well. Yeah, well, Michael is uh, Michael's got all his options there. He knows exactly what he wants to see Celtic uh-huh. do in this transfer window. Cameron Carter Vickers in at the moment. Ange Postecoglou one's an interesting one because. He signed in a one-year rolling deal. It's actually a year to the day since he took over at Celtic. Yeah. You don't really know whether Celtic are, are lining up a longer-term contract for him. He seems very happy at Celtic. Is that something you think the club need to address at all? Or is the fact that he's happy where he is, is, is that just enough at the moment? I've rarely known a man to go from a standing start to a position where he has become an iconic figure within a club in the space of 12 months exactly. Ange Postacoglu is a folk hero now for the Celtic supporters and uh, they want to see him happy at Celtic Park but he, he said towards the end of last season you don't have to worry about me I think he is extremely happy at Celtic I think his family have embraced the city, the country and the club uh, so he'll be happy whether it's a, an extension to his contract or whether it's a continuation of the 12-month rolling contact. He'll be perfectly happy. Michael will bring the full details of Cameron Carter-Vickers' contract when Celtic reveal it all, but is is the next natural step you feel for Celtic to get the Jota deal over the line now? Get the Jota deal, pal. Um, Basically because, uh, hi, I want Jota, and I'd like to see Celtic get get sold back because I thought he was was quite a good player when he played against Celtic and that. So, uh, personally... I'd like to see Celtic get another striker as well in, and uh, I'd be a happy lad, you know. So, But uh, for Postacoglu, for me, he's brought Celtic from, from the bottom, basically, back to the brink and won the double. So that, I'm, ha- I'm a very happy Celtic fan about that as well, do you know what I mean? So 
and uh, so that's what I'm happy I about think, anyway. I think they have to get a goalkeeper in as well. Uh, I know there's been the speculation about Seagrist at Dundee United, mm-hmm. uh, and for me, he's an excellent goalkeeper um, because Barkas is gone now. Uh, Scott Bain is the eternal standby, uh, but with the greatest respect to Scott Bain, in a Champions League season, Celtic will need Joe Hart and another vastly experienced goalkeeper, and Seagrist, uh, who is being pursued, would fit the bill. Does that seem like a bit of a no-brainer, because he's proven he can do it in the Scottish Premiership, but his contract's also expired at Dundee United, so Celtic wouldn't be having to pay for a fee for him either? Yeah, no-brainer as you say, and you are getting a very fine goalkeeper. Uh, it depends on how he feels about things, uh, whether he would be content to be the understudy to Joe Hart, whether he would think that he could replace Joe Hart and Joe Hart would be his number two. Uh, it all depends on how Benjamin Seagrass sees his part of the deal. Well, here are the confirmed details Celtic have now put out the tweet. It's got the emoji with the the hand with the pen on it. It's got the USA flag. It says Carter Vicker signed. The Celtic tweet says we're delighted to announce the permanent signing of Cameron Carter Vickers from Tottenham Hotspur on a four-year contract. That's exactly what the Celtic fans will want to see because he's at a good age and being able to tie him down for four years means that you know what clubs are like in Scotland. Celtic and Rangers have to do it as well. You need to get these guys on longer term contracts in the hope that they either fulfil that four years or start to improve and clubs down south or elsewhere start to look at them and you can make a profit. Do they mention the fee? Uh, There is no mention of a fee at the moment, no. Interesting um, to to find out how much they've had to pay for him because, as I say, he'd been around a variety of clubs uh, but at Celtic he seems to have found the right fit. Um, So that's good news the fans await Jota and the fans then await even more signings. Michael, how confident are you that Ange Postacoglu will be able to get the right players in this transfer window? Pretty confident, Andrew and you. Um, so, so I just, uh, because I don't really want us to get embarrassed. It's okay winning the league, buddy, right? But for me, you need to strengthen and... Um, to be, so to be to do, do half decent in the Champions League, hopefully, do you know what I mean? But uh, I've got, I'm quite confident because I mean he's he's, to, he's signed good players already for me, and he's brought Celtic to winning the league and the, the double, as I say, and uh, so that's a great start so far for me. You know what I mean? So, and I just like the way he's, he's very perfect in his mannerisms and stuff like that. He's a very professional man, you know. So I like him as a manager and. Uh, I'm happy to what I'm seeing so far from him, do you know what I mean? Hugh, with Cameron Carter-Vickers over the line, Celtic fans will be hoping Jota comes in. Is it then a case after that of looking at where Celtic are next season? They're going straight into the Champions League group stages. They've got the money that comes with that. They'll be playing against some of the top teams in Europe. Is it about sort of going to that next level from the previous transfer windows and, and trying to just upgrade the squad as much as they possibly can? It's a tightrope that Celtic and Rangers have to walk, but both of them are so fiercely competitive when it comes to the rivalry between them uh, that the league is extremely important. But Europe is another dimension now. Rangers got to a European final. Celtic were put out of three different European competitions in the same season. Celtic have to re-emerge in terms of European football. Uh, They have long since ceased to be 
uh, an item there and Ange Postacoglu has to address that particular facet of next season well thank you to Michael 01419511025 on the phones if you want to get in touch let's hear from Ange Postacoglu he says his first season at Celtic has been the toughest year of his career it's a year to the day since he took over at the club he says he's now ready to kick on and make sure they improve again next season I've been really fortunate I've had a lot of success but this was definitely the hardest sort of challenge I've ever had and the hardest year I've ever had you, you, you know there's just a sense of relief that it's done you know I remember you know I think I did I probably did an interview with Gar after the game and, and I couldn't really put it into words exactly what was the strongest emotion. There was a million emotions, but what was the overriding one? I didn't know. It was just like a mixture of everything. And I think looking back now and the way we finished off in the last game, I think there was a part of me that just sort of said, no, I don't want this to be the full stop. This year was about building the first foundation of a team that I hope will be competing and successful in the, in, the, in the Premiership for the next few years. And my role is to make us better next year. We need to be better. It's the same in the Champions League. You know, our role is to get there and make an impact, but it's not about making an impact next year. It's about building a team that will continually make an impact, and that takes time. We've had a process. We've had success in the transfer market without a massive spend in terms of individual spends. Um, that's the football club we are. That's the, that's the area I want us to continue to grow in, and that's what we'll do. Yeah, Ange Postacoglu speaking to Sky Sports there on his one year anniversary taking charge he sounds like a man that is extremely determined to build on what Celtic did last season What he said there uh, highlights the intensity of the competition in this country Ange Postacoglu is a man who's managed the Australian national team who has been a successful club manager in Australia a successful club manager in Japan but this year this season, the season just gone by, he describes as the toughest he has ever known. And it's an almost melodramatic story. Man comes in, nobody knows who he is, loses three of his first six games. There are severe doubts about where the season is going and then loses none of the next 32 league games, wins the title, wins the League Cup, and, as I say, becomes a folk hero in the eyes of the Celtic supporters. But Glasgow, for Ange Postacoglu, was the toughest place on earth. Not many people were tipping Celtic to win the league at all last season. No. Ange Postacoglu, you know, I think a lot of Celtic fans were maybe allowing him to have a season to build his team and, and see what happens from there. The fact that he's come in, been a success, won two trophies... That in itself means that the expectations are now even higher for yeah. next season. And he knows that he's got to match or you know, surpass those. Well, you, you come in with no expectations. And now you are burdened by expectation because you have to retain the title. And you have to get good players in the window. And you have to retain the League Cup. And you have to try and go for a treble. And you have to try and be, if not a force in the Champions League, you have to be... Worthy of your entry into the Champions League So Ange Postacoglu has been exceptional Now he has to be even more exceptional 01419511025 on the phones Whether it's Scotland Whether it's your club team that's on your mind Give us a call now and you could be up next 
0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans here with me, Andrew McLean, in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 0141-951-1025 if you want to get in touch. If you're just tuning in, Celtic fans, how about this? Cameron Carter-Vickers has been announced as a permanent signing by the club. A four-year deal for him. So if you've got any thoughts on that, give us a call 0141 951 1025 Scotland under 21's in action as well at the moment they went 1-0 up after a Stephen Kelly free kick away to Denmark but Denmark have equalised now just about a minute to go in that game so we'll see if the points will be shared in that one and let's go straight back to the phones because Andy is a Rangers fan in Alexandria Andy what's on your mind tonight? Um, what's on my mind and first I forgot to say this to you uh, the, the call handle right First and foremost, I hope I'm wrong, right, for the sake of Scottish football. But I'm just going in observations over the last uh, number of years uh, in Europe. Um, and me being a Rangers fan, I know I'll get shot down right away, but I don't think, I can think, I can safely predict that Celtic won't win a single point in the Champions League this year. Now, as I said before I started, I hope I'm wrong um, for the sake of Scottish football. Rangers, in the last five year coefficient, uh, going by your UEFA uh, standards, uh, well, Fifth in Europe and fifth best team in the tenth best team in Europe. Um, Celtic are languishing down in like two hundred odds or whatever thing. So, and I don't see signing Carter Vickers and Jota to me is one of the best players in Scotland. Right, I hope he stays in Scotland for the sake of Scottish football. But these two players were in and Celtic when they were getting put out of three European competitions. Um, so I don't see anything changing unless they bring in superstars, um, which. Let's face it, Scottish football are not going to bring in superstars, you know, they'll go elsewhere. So my prediction is that Celtic won't win a single point in the Europe uh, Champions League this year, um, which I think will in turn hurt the coefficient in Scotland. Just trying to see what Mr Keaton thinks of that one. Hugh, that's the, that's the type of big prediction that you would go for, yeah. not, not specifically on that, but you like, a, you like a bold shout, don't you? Andy is after my crown. Um, but I'll, I'll try to address the point that he has made. In the first instance, Andy, you don't know who will be in Celtic's group. Uh, I'm not saying that they'll win the group. I'm not saying they'll finish runner-up. But to suggest that they'll get no points at all would have to be premature. You can forget all about last season. The fact that they went out of three tournaments. Um, you're, you're dealing with a fresh season, a fresh page. And the other thing you don't know is who Celtic will bring in on top of Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers. Uh, and they have players like Furuhashi, Maeda, Hatati, Matt O'Reilly. They have players who will be all the better for having had the season that they had last time out where they had to hit the ground running and did and won the league. Um, they'll be all the better for that experience. So you are literally taking a shot in the dark, Andy, because you don't know who will play for Celtic, you don't know who Celtic will have in their group, and I fully appreciate that you're saying you hope you're wrong, but you have no way of proving that you're right. It's just going in past experience, you know. Looking, I mean, I watch Scottish football, I don't just watch Rangers in, in Europe, um, I watch all the Scottish football teams in Europe. Um, and I'm just going in past experience. A step up, but the Champions League is a big step up for the Europa League, and definitely from the the new the Conference League, it's called or whatever, you know. And some of the teams handed out severe punishment to Celtic um, back then. Now I know Rangers slipped up way against Malmo, but 
Um, and then who would have predicted went on to a, a, a Europa League final kind of thing, you know, and get beat with one penalty save, you know, or one bad penalty miss, would I, would I say. Um, but um, I'm, not, I'm not saying Rangers are be-all, end-all, but uh, Rangers have shown since Gerard came in uh, the way in Europe. Um, they've got to the last 32s, last 16s, and then the, chat, the actual final itself. But right, we didn't win anything, and I know people will come on and say we didn't actually win anything. But getting to the final, and the procedure, basically, then uh, up in the Scottish game for that. I mean, the Scottish the, the Scottish game is in spotlight after that, you know. Um, I, just, I should say, I hope I'm wrong, but yeah. But your 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 core point is nothing to do with Rangers. Your core point is that Celtic will get no points at all. No, the core point the core point is, is all together with Scottish football, you know, all together. Um, Rangers, Rangers have done well over the last four or five years. That's why they're in the top ten clubs in Europe just now. Yeah, but you um, said that you said specifically Celtic mm-hmm. would get no points in the Champions yeah. League. And yeah. my my I, I, uh, my uh, response to you, saying, I know you're saying we don't know the teams. It's in the, the, the group stage yet, but yeah. going be past the experiences with the Europa League and then Conference League, they've been put out by. Yeah, but, but, yeah, but teams, but, teams but, at Celtic should be beaten. But basically. what? But what does that have to do with next season? Because as I say, you don't know who'll be in Celtic's group. Point number one. You don't know who'll play for Celtic. Point number two. And things that happened the season before don't necessarily impact on the season that follows. You know, Celtic lost the league by twenty-five points to Steven Gerrard, and then won it. The following season Right And they won trebles The year before that And the year before that And they still didn't do anything In Europe As I say The, f- the coefficient In the last five years Tells you that I mean that's facts That's down there in paper That's facts That's no Just me saying one season That they were rubbish In yes, Europe they're, they're in a record book That has to be updated Season upon season Therefore Celtic You don't know Who's in the group You don't know Who'll be signed and you don't know that they'll get no points at all. Andy, based on what you've seen of Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Rangers in Europe under him, are you expecting Rangers to get into the Champions League group stages? And, and how do you think they'll fare if they do? Um, it's a step up. The Champions League is a step up. I, I do think we'll get into the Champions League. Um, and, and you're quite right. We don't know who we're going to get in the group. Um, we're not there yet. But as I say, I think going in past experiences um, where with Rangers in Europe and some of the teams are put out in Europe and, and not just put out as in lucky. I mean, usually, I'm not, I'm not down on Walter Smith or anything like that. Walter Smith got to his, uh, Manchester in 2008. There was a lot of defensive football there and it was great and it was brilliant, you know, and he's a legend at the club. Giovanni went for it and he, and, and it paid off big time against some of the, the, the cream of Europe. Um, and Dortmund, I mean, I've had, I've had the niggles on Twitter with people Celtic supporters basically Saying that Dortmund are an also-ran team things like that. They finished second in the Bundesliga If I'm not mistaken um, So I mean that's not a, that's not an also-ran European team These are massive teams Leipzig Who've got a budget is probably 100 times bigger than Rangers um, That's why they're hated in, in Germany Because they spend their, their weighty kind of power If you know what I mean um, But I think we'll get to the Champions League When we're there As I said before I hope I'm wrong, and I hope Celtic Rangers do well in Europe, um, and and the same as Hearts as well. Um, and I think well, I can't remember who's in fourth or whatever to go into the Conference League, but we want this coefficient to stay as high as possible in Scotland, so we can get maybe maybe in the next couple of seasons two other clubs straight into the Champions League rather than having to go through the qualifiers. For what it's worth, I believe that Rangers will 
get to the Champions League group stages. I, I think the the act of getting to a European final showed that they are geared for Europe. I have no doubt whatsoever that they will improve their squad as well. And they have done a Celtic by getting Conor Goldson on a contract. A Celtic have done with Cameron Carter-Vickers. I am shooting in the dark as well as Andy. But I do believe Celtic, three home games, the return of Champions League nights to Celtic Park, the kind of atmosphere that goes with it. I do not believe that Celtic will go through their entire group stage campaign and not get a single point. There are just so many variables at this point yeah. as we stand here on the 10th of June. The transfer window's only really just opened. Celtic have just signed Cameron Carter Vickers, but we have no idea what else they're going to do. We have no idea what else Rangers are going to do. Yeah. They've got, you know, key players running out of contract in the last year of their contract. So by the time the qualifiers for Rangers and the group stages for Celtic come round, the landscape could be wildly different. But I am delighted that Andy is taking my example on board and on the 10th of June, he's confidently predicting that by the end of this year, Celtic will have no points in the Champions League group. That's my kind of guy. Should we be worried that people are going by your example? That you're the example to follow here? No, I think you should take on board that Keevans is the man. Keevans is the man, you heard it here first. Uh, Scotland under-21s have finished in Denmark It's a one-all draw for them That's how they finished their qualifying group They two, haven't two got through goals. in that one Two fantastic goals The Scotland one was a Stephen Kelly free kick But Scotland won't be going to that tournament He finished off with draws away to two tough teams And of course the big news tonight Cameron Carter-Vickers has signed for Celtic On a permanent four-year deal and of course Celtic fans will now be looking out to see whether Jota will be the next to follow in the door. Loads of transfer news to come over the next few weeks and few months, I'm sure, before we get into the European football. But thank you for listening in wherever you are tonight. Thank you for your calls. Thank you for your tweets. We're taking the weekend off, but Ali Wright will be in tomorrow afternoon. And I'll be back on Monday night with Hugh Keevans to give you all the reaction to the Scotland-Ireland game. The big Nations League clash. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure you are as well. And what a way to start the weekend. It's the GBX up next. 